1: Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Jersey Boys Podcast here on the Blogging the Boys Podcast Network, powered by SB Nation. Your host, Dave Sturgell, alongside America's fan, Keith Ernst, and, of course, nationally known comedian, Brett Ernst. Fellas, the draft has come and gone. How are we feeling? Your knee-jerk reaction will obviously break down the picks, but overall, where where do we feel right now?
2: Keith? Um, Brett? All right. I'll go first. Everybody relax. All right? (laughs) Just calm down. It's not I, I've seen both. I've seen the this the uh, Dallas Cowboys, I think, were rated the worst draft by I forgot where I was reading the um was it pro football or I'm that guy, but whatever. Whatever. I'm just saying no. Everybody calm down and then I I see oh we we have great pay. It's like we nobody knows anything yet. Nothing. Okay. And go ahead, bro. No. No, I mean no. I, I mean I can keep going <laughs> if you want. No.
3: <laughs> I was saying I, I, I seen fire and I seen rain, <laughs> and it's like you know you you never know how it's gonna. We agree it's not gonna pan out. We don't know who who's gonna. Wait, whoa, whoa, it.
1: whoa. It's Wait. not gonna pan out. Wait, it's not mean? gonna pan out.
2: What does that mean?
3: I so said we don't know if it's gonna pan out.
2: Oh, you said no. Uh, we I thought you said we agree it's not gonna pan out. That's what well, I heard. I
3: I meant we we don't know. Everybody gets. No, excited. we don't.
2: Right. No. Well, we we do have not. to talk about it. I get it, but. You know, it's one of those things where it's like, you look at like, I was really quick. I was going through old scouting, like grades okay, and the stuff I was reading NFL.com. And I'm not even kidding. You actually gave the bills an A plus because they passed on Patrick Mahomes and took Nathan Peterman in the fifth round. <laughs> All right. Now this is, this is a professional draft analyst on and Now these are the people that are coming out and, and, and saying, and, and Oh, he this he is a just, terrible pick or this is, a, they using, don't know.
1: Yeah, Keith is using air quotes just so everybody knows.
2: <laughs> so, yeah. Well, it's yeah. All, uh, it, yeah. I mean, there's, there's, there's a lot. Of, I mean, there's one I saw where the Saints got like straight D's almost because they took Kamar.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's look, like,
2: what? Yeah, you're right. Uh,
3: but, Massive but here, crapshoot. Here, here's what I was going to say then. I, and I, I, I tweeted, texted this to you guys. Last year's draft got me excited. We picked up CD Lamb. You know, it, it just seemed like we, you know, we were putting together and, and everybody was excited about last year's draft. But this year's draft is giving me hope only because not only did we get what we needed. Now, I'm not saying that this is all going to pan out, but I'm saying we saw a problem and we addressed it, which I think was progress. Mm -hmm. And the other thing I love is the move that we traded with the Eagles because either one of those rivals were going to get that receiver. So whether it was the Giants or the Eagles, we still have to cover him, right? Right. Mm-hmm. But in order to, to trade up, we kind of screwed the Giants, which was bittersweet. You know what I mean? And then to get another third round pick, I thought that was a smart move. Um, you know, again, like my brother said, he, he, on paper, you can never guess. But we did address linebacker. We picked up two great linebackers, which is going to light a fire under the ass of the other two linebackers that we know have the potential to be great. You know, I really like that nose guard from Kentucky, man. I really like that kid. Don't know much about the edge rusher, but well, I know we're going to get into it for position by position. I would.
2: Yeah. I would also say that going off what you're saying, bro, um, about lighting a fire under uh, LVE and, and um, Jalen Smith's uh, ass. It's funny because what, that's what I like about this draft is what our, our, how many, we drafted eight defensive players. We yeah, had 11, right.
1: 11 picks, eight of them went. Defensive. So
2: what it shows right there to every single player on that defense is nobody's job is safe. Right. So they are going to come out. I believe every single player is going to come out and play the best of the best, which they should have been doing already. Well, I was, it's different yeah. when your job's on the line. I, I, I like that.
1: I, yeah. I joined RJ Ochoa after the seventh round pick. We kind of like crunched the entire draft and he said, and I agree. And you guys could probably agree. On the defensive side of the ball, there are only two out of the 11 players on the field, there are only two guaranteed starting spots. It goes to D Law and it goes to Trayvon Diggs. Everybody else is expendable.
3: Everybody right. else. Yeah.
1: I would it's, say it's that's, crazy. that's a, a it's great, great call. An, yeah, it's a
3: great well, that's call. That's the way that's the way it should be, Sturgey boy. And yeah, yeah. The, oh,
1: I agree. I agree. You know,
3: now you know, we also got to figure out if you know what what Quinn's plan is. Um, you know, I mean Nolan... Whatever that was, you know, uh, I I'm still don't have faith in our coaching staff, but, you know, we'll, we'll give him a, a, a mulligan. <laughs> you know what I mean? But we addressed we, what we needed, and, you know, there was no – look, you know, we never even debate. I never even realized Atlanta might take uh, – what's his name? The tight Pitts. end. Kyle yeah. Pitts. I mean, well, it was know, in I mean, a lot of mock drafts I saw. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, we, look, that that kind of eased my mind and probably yeah. eased your guy's mind when, when Kyle Pitts was fourth. And now we're not talking about trading up anymore. You know what I mean? That went out oh, yeah. the window.
3: Once both corners were gone, I mean, you know, it was a choice. We we were forced to make a choice.
1: Well, I think the Dallas Cowboys in their minds, and this is according to them, which, you know, you can buy it or you don't have to, you can sell it. But Micah Parsons was ranked number one on their board. So I don't buy that per se. I think the corners were definitely ranked higher on their board. Uh, but again, the, the Carolina Panthers and the and the, uh, the Denver Broncos Kind of made that decision for us. Now, what uh, Brett just referenced is the tradeback scenario where they traded with the Philadelphia Eagles. Are you guys in that realm of saying, like, how dare they trade interdivision?
3: Well, it was going to go interdivision anyways.
1: Yeah,
2: that's so what Brett's it's saying. Either,
3: it's either the Giants are going to get them, we have to compete against them, and then we pick when we're supposed to pick, or or the Eagles are going to get them, and we get an extra pick. The what only I'm saying, thing do you I'd say, say,
1: do you guys uh, the only believe? Oh, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, do you guys believe in that whole like I can't believe they didn't. No, i We don't even like each other. Why, what does that even matter? I <laughs> no, will say I just, that. You're, I will say one of, thing we now. Kind of, we kind of made a decision to to trade back with Philly. To give Philly uh, Devonta Smith. Yeah but, yeah, but no, but we got a third-round
2: pick too, man. Yes, yes, I understand that. I understand that. I think I, it was more the third-round pick than giving it to Philly. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that third-round pick and okay. what it turned
1: into. So all yeah, I know, talking- but I'm just
2: saying,
3: though. That's what I, oh. I I think that was, you know, the main all reason. You're at, all you're asking is who do we hate more, the Giants or Philly? Because either one of them are going to get Devonta Smith anyways.
1: Well, it seems like so, it's officially the Giants.
3: Well, well, <laughs> I'm, I'm saying, though, the Giants, uh, I meant the Eagles. It's the Eagles we're going to get them. Right. The Eagles, Eagles got him, not the Giants, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, he said that. He said that. Yeah.
2: yeah. No, I no, thought you said, said the Giants got him. No, 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 no. All
3: right, look. Basically, either the Giants or Eagles but, were going to get him. Either yeah. way, he's in the division. We could either let the Giants get him and not get a third round pick, or let the Eagles get him and we get a third round pick. No. They weren't going to take Mike. Neither team was taking Micah Parsons. So, it, to me, it, it was a smart yet. move. It was right. a very no, smart move. Uh, so
2: the only thing I'll say that might be is that the Eagles might at least uh, Eagles have a better quarterback. <laughs> that's the only thing that's, you know, Daniel Jones. Do they I, though? Do they? I, I well, do. I think, I think he's going to okay. work out. I really do. Yeah. Okay. That's just my opinion. I think he's better than Daniel Jones. So you want to hear you, you want my hot? to be a better I weapon think. for them. I think my
1: hot take out of this whole thing mm-hmm. was that the giants won the first round because of what they pulled off after they took, not only did Devonta Smith, yes, he went to Philadelphia, but then what the Giants did was realize okay, we can't get our guy. Let's trade back. They acquired another first round pick next year to yeah. trade back eight spots and then take Tony from Florida. And I think Tony, pound for pound, is a better receiver than Devonta Smith. I really Maybe. truly believe that. Maybe. So I think the Giants really you know, I hate admitting it, but you know, the Giants did real well too. But we'll talk this is what's up, Brett.
3: No, I agree with you. I mean, uh, Tony's a great receiver. The Giants got a first-round pick. I mean, again, they they were crybabies like they usually are. I get texts. I hate you guys. You guys. Yeah, like the same thing. Like yeah, they yeah operate, it's all our fault. Like, they operate in the best interest of the Dallas Cowboys. And on top <laughs> of that, you know, they, 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 they're not even happy with Tony, man. They're always crying about something. But Tony's a great receiver, and the Giants got a first-round pick. I think the NFC East overall did really good in this draft i i think the redskins maybe be fourth but who knows yeah they always so, end up looking last and getting first
1: right so now we we obviously get to our pick after the trade was made we get to the 12th overall pick and obviously everybody is looking at us saying it's defense it's going to be defense and it winds up being according to most sources probably the best Defensive college player coming into this draft, and we land Micah Parsons. Your first thoughts about that? We'll start with Keith.
2: Well, you know, I'll, that's what I've been screaming. I, you've, I been mean, stra- I, yeah,
1: you've been Yeah, you've been. I did say.
2: About it. I did say. I thought they were going to take a tackle, if you remember. And they
1: could have. They could have. Yeah, they could have. But
2: I'm so happy with the route they went. I like. I like Micah Parsons. I've. I've liked him. I remember. I mean, I. Show. I sent you guys. I mean, I sent you guys the highlight video of him way back when I was like, "This is what I want. I want this linebacker." And of Collins as well. Those were our two favorites. So I would have taken either of them, but yeah, I was very, very excited about Micah Parsons. I mean, look, what I, what I was when, when watching his, you know what I wish they did though, instead of doing like a, a highlight reel of players, I wish they did a non-highlight reel. Like, I want to see, like what I'm trying to say is, is that I want to see the mess. I want to see where people met. If you just take the, the good at everyone, yeah, I'm serious. I do. Cause if you can make, if you can make a video, which on a player, right like a non-highlight video and it's over five minutes that's the player you don't drive that's well, the player you don't I'm drive i'm
1: pretty sure the cowboys have looked at all the
2: obscurities
1: of all these yeah, guys yeah but-, but no i'm i'm really i'm real i'm real excited i like Brent, Micah your, your thoughts on michael parsons
3: uh i like that pick i, I was a bigger fan of xander uh, collins i said Collins. yep year. yes zaver what is it zaver zavin 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 he goes.
1: Um, uh, he he goes a couple picks later to the Cardinals.
3: Cardinals, which yeah. you know, again, I think we could have had more usage for him. Um, but Micah Parsons is is a, is a savage, bro. He's a, i mean, in, in college, you don't know what he's gonna do in the league. The one thing I do love <coughs> about him is he's a diehard Cowboys fan, mm. and his Got family is Cowboys fans, and and you know,
2: that
1: yeah. does help the cause when it comes to you know what else. You know what, else? You know what
2: else is that he they're already like he's the highest ranked um, right now percentage wise to uh, win the defensive rookie of the year.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You saw that, right? yeah, Vegas, cool. yeah Vegas odds has him as the uh, defensive Top. player uh, rookie yeah. of the year.
3: And you know, nobody.
1: Now the bigger no, question is saying. this now with the, with the NFL passing the new rule about basically you can wear whatever number you, do you want? Do you think he just goes and beats up Cedric Wilson or does he ask him nicely? <laughs> Cause he wants number 11. <laughs>
3: I think Jimmy cut Cedric Wilson a nice a nice check.
2: Yeah, yeah, man. I want to see him fight it out. That's what I want to see. I want that film. I think
3: Jimmy intervenes with Cedric and says, Cedric, now listen, there's a nice little check in
2: here. So so I'm gonna speak for Sturge real quick. Sturge Uh-oh. thinks that um that that Parsons is a monster. He thinks every player was a monster. That's not true. Our, That's not apparently, true. Apparently, apparently our training camp, our training camp's gonna be at a haunted house this year. <laughs> At Halloween Horror Nights, because every single guy we got was a mon. This mon. He's a monster. This this guy's a monster. He's I heard scary. Micah Parsons
3: attack Tokyo. I already, I already. Uh, <laughs> he he stomped through. Godzilla over here. Godzilla versus Parsons. So,
1: all right, so we're all unis- in unison that the you know the the Cowboys did the right thing. They go defense first. Micah Parsons is the pick. It, it, you know, wanted it. Say, but
3: that's I want to say in Keith's defense, I, I think both the tight ta- the tackles were gone. Slater were No,
1: Slater was available. Slater
2: was still there.
3: Slater was still there. Okay.
1: okay. Yeah. 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 So He was still I, there.
3: I, that's why I
2: thought they were gonna take, but whatever.
1: Well, we went. I'm happy they it. didn't. I'm yeah. so happy.
3: Well, I'm, I'm, well I mean,
2: we could get
1: into so it. Happy.
3: I'd like to segue into the kid from Marshall. Well, hold on, hold well, on. We're gonna down the... we'll
1: go down. We're going. We're gonna go in order here. All right. So, round two, uh there were plenty of, plenty of, uh. Disagreements amongst Cowboys Nation with round two's pick. We had a chance to grab a couple different corners, one being maybe an Asante Samuel Jr. from Florida State. We could have nailed him, uh, but we didn't. We go with Kelvin Joseph out of Kentucky. Now, again, uh, people could say character issues, people could say maturity things. They could say the same thing about Parsons. You know, you really don't know. And I think Brett made a great point. Uh, a couple of weeks back, or maybe even last week, that some of these guys just don't grow up until they're in the league, you know, yeah. and then mm-hmm. can't hold their college personalities accountable because now they're in the in the locker room with some leaders and some vets, and and, and he'll smart yeah. you right up. I think up. he meant
2: more talent wise, but well,
1: no, I thought he meant personality wise as, as right. well, but like, I mean, he could speak. But it that. doesn't matter. But go ahead. Right. Yeah, the points. But yeah, there, so yeah. so Calvin Joseph is the pick. Dallas goes back to back defense linebacker and now corner. Are you a fan of Calvin Joseph? As your second round pick. I am,
2: yes. And 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 I don't care. Everyone's like, oh, they should have took this, 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 this. I no, look, I'm trusting our scouts here. I'm trusting he like I and another thing bringing up what um um uh which is the great Jennings said. Remember what you told me what great Jennings said? Yep. Where you know, oh, these defensive backs, you know, they're getting they're covering well because they're getting to the quarterback. Kentucky doesn't have except, you know, they have that one defensive line we got, but he actually had the cover and you saw what he did against Alabama's best receiver and the new Philadelphia Eagle receiver. He shut him down. Yeah. I think it so, was like three
1: targets, know. no catches, no touches. Look, that if he keeps his off. head
2: on straight, I'm totally fine with it. And you know, I'm excited to see you what think,
1: happens. Do you think with the cornerbacks that we have right now in Anthony Brown, Jordan Lewis and Trayvon Diggs, if this guy can come right in and start. No, him?
2: no. Okay. I think it's,
3: I think it's Lewis and, and Diggs. Absolutely.
2: Okay. okay. That's, that's
1: yeah. fair. Brett, your thoughts on Calvin Joseph?
3: Uh, he's a big a rec- uh, big corner man. He's any physical rec- a corner. Uh, like he said, he he did uh, shut down um, Devontae, Smith. Name? Devontae Smith. Yep. When they played, uh, the thing that bothers me is he is he's already branding himself boss man or whatever it is. Uh, um, yeah,
1: I can see, I can see a little jail know, in that. The, yeah, dude, he, he does the the, the rap music. Gotta, <laughs> he is a rapper. Folk.
3: No, but I'm saying it, it's uh, and you know I, I hope the kid understands that. You know, you got to be focused on this on football, man. Yeah,
1: he I, came he came out right away, kind of squashed everything. Said that's something he likes to do on the side, and football is his number one priority. That yeah, would be
3: my only thing, even though you know he was doing this and the, with the boss man shirts and you know that type of stuff. Listen, man, it's a new phenomenon that kids are branding themselves on Instagram and trying mm-hmm. to get likes. And yeah,
2: no, you know, I hear you. I you hear see
3: you. it in the comedy world, like the, you have people that are that are throwing pies in people's faces and trying to do stand-up, you know, and it just, they got a million views because they pissed on somebody a, 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 out of a window. And then the next thing you know, they're on stage and, you know, which is fine, but you got to stay committed to the craft.
1: So now you got to pee on everybody.
3: <laughs> yeah. We got to pee on everyone. No. So that would be my only concern, but I'm okay. saying, like he said, I, I have faith in the kid. Um, you I like know, it. I think, I, I think he has a lot of potential. And he's actually the most well-rounded corner we got i mean this kid could play up too man i mean you know yeah yeah and there's did, there's did, two things with play. the We're rapping on too on but let's
2: not let's not forget cole beasley cole, cole beasley, beasley a was a, was a, was a rapper but and also uh um but then you but i think he's more going he's might. he's more going down the manzel what brett's saying you know the uh like look that's me you, you know all okay. that like yeah we'll yeah and yeah. hopefully again, he doesn't do that
1: the, the my knee-jerk reaction when it was taken is you know he in my head it was like all right well he's not He's not Sertan, and he's definitely not horn and is he not caleb farley so he's technically like the fourth best corner in the country but you know what he's ours so i'm with it you know so we'll see well, he's sure. a mo- hey keith he's a monster <laughs>
2: he's a monster he did, exactly he's a big kid. What's, what's funny about Manzel's money sign is um a lot is of people don't none? know that came when brett's mom at the <laughs> <Brown> awards <laughs> and she won best picture
3: she if if people she- out that's she, she brands herself so no, wrong. Really um,
2: <laughs> move, move to round three. No, but, but wait, oh, really
3: quick. I, I really do think that kid sometimes you may be the fourth best corner in college football and you end up being the best corner in the NFL.
1: Very true. And that's what he right. told Jerry Jones. He said he's gonna be the best corner in the NFL. Or no, that was Israel, but we'll talk about him before. Um, so round three comes. Um here, try this name on for size. Uh Osa Odie de Gazawa. It's it's terrible. I butchered it. Defensive lineman, UCLA. Now, again, three straight defensive picks for the Dallas Cowboys. So oh. you're seeing this trend that they're, they're addressing the, the weak point of this team. I got it. What? What? what, what, what I what? got it. What? You I got, got a, his nickname. You got an aha moment. What is it?
2: No, okay. Because his name is so hard to pronounce. We were, we were texting like, man, it's going to be a tough one. Yeah. So Sturch like, what about double uh, O? So uh-huh. why don't we give him number seven? And he could be, if he got the number seven, he 007. could
1: be. 07. Dude! Wow! So now he's gonna have to fight Ben Denucci. <laughs> <laughs> so
3: we'll see what he's gonna have to talk Nucci, to DiNucci. DiNucci, DiNucci, DiNucci gets that. DiNucci gets that.
2: Yeah. No. I mean, look. I, I saw. I'll go first again. And and looking at him, um, and watching him. Yeah, he looked good. You know. I. You know. I, and you know, I, there's not many defensive linemen that I see that we draft where I'm like, oh, this guy doesn't look quick off the ball. The only one I ever said that was, believe it or not, was Charlton. I was not happy with that pick when when we. Token because he looked like he was slow off the ball. Yeah, he looks. He does look. But you know, keep, look, football minded man. You know, people that can make plays, that can get that that can read defenses. You know, yeah. and, and and I was and when you watch him, he's getting around the ball. Yeah, he yeah. has a nose from the from the,
3: for the ball. So I like that.
1: Brett, your thoughts on 007? If I, possible,
3: I'm <laughs> with I'm with Keith on that. Um, right, cool. know, I was watching. Like God, he looks a little slow off the ball. But man, it's it's he explodes and, and he gets, he knows where he's going. He gets, but again, we're watching highlights, right? Yeah. You're
1: right. Uh-huh. We need we need that that a guy now, has
3: five sacks all, uh, all season. And then you see all five sacks. You think he's a monster,
1: another monster.
3: <laughs> no, but I, I, I like this kid. <laughs> I,
1: actually,
3: I, I like the kid from, um, yeah, I think, I think it's a good pick, man.
1: Yeah, I, think, I, I agree. Think I, I think, but uh, again, other names on the board we could have had. Yes, I get it. We talked about it all weekend long on blogging the boys. It was just a, a complete, you know. Oh, I can't believe this happened. Now this is the pick that comes. I like up- the
3: kid from Oklahoma. We could have taken. I can't think of his name. Um,
1: I think he went. He went right to New England. The pick after.
3: Right. So, uh, yeah. But it's you know. But then again, like you know, you got to trust our scouts.
1: A hundred percent. So the big pick now comes in round three as well. This is the pick we got for the move back. Uh, We move back with Philly. Here's the third pick, uh, another third-round pick, and this is Chauncey Golston out of Iowa, defensive end. Now, they address the D-line again. Now, keep in mind, your starting defensive ends, as of right now, are Demarcus Lawrence and more than likely Randy Gregory. So now you splash in a Chauncey Golston along with the guys we signed in the offseason. This is now getting to be a crowded room, guys
2: yeah but you i mean it doesn't hurt to have a, a really good rotation though
1: yeah the, and he's well. young
2: and he's learned i mean look demarcus Ware, when, when his rookie year he didn't just come right in you know i mean that, that was a if, i don't know if you guys remember but there was like a beef with greg um greg ellis and uh demarcus Ware, where you know they felt that greg ellis felt that you know demarcus Ware was going to take his spot and all this but regardless of all that um with this guy here he's going to be He's going to be rotating with these other ends, and he's going to be learning. And if he's good, and if he look, we, we don't know what Gregory's going to do yet, man, he hasn't completed a season.
1: This is very true, uh, you know. Yeah. So
2: I mean, I like it. And, and can he play defensive tackle too? This guy?
3: That's what uh, I'm, I'm not, not sure to. if he could play inside,
1: but no, we do can. address that later.
3: He can. He's big enough. Okay. Uh, you know, he. I, I think he's the type of dude that you could just move all in, in all the different gaps and put him at the edge. Uh, now, you know, okay. You know yeah.
1: what I mean? Yeah, uh, no, I, I I agree.
3: I think Tolbert was like that, right, Keith? No, Tolbert was mostly a DM, bro. But then he come in. Didn't he, he, didn't call, he he
1: came in inside a couple times. I remember. I
2: remember that. And that was, was my. To,
3: uh, wasn't he on? Uh, he played interior as well. I just remember him on the
2: outside. But you could be right. Now I mean, could listen, be right.
3: Look, it, 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 the difference is with an edge rusher. When you just have a guy that's an edge rusher, all right. Just you. Just, that's just where you put him. Yeah. Most defensive ends and most defensive tackles, most defensive ends can play D tackle.
2: Like Tyron Crawford. Crawford was a
1: hybrid. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: He was hybrid. So, you know, it's, but it's not the other way around. Most defense, like, yeah. D
1: tackle that's built to be a D tackle can't come from the edge.
3: Right. He's not, he's not not coming off the side. So, you know, you can, you can always convert the the D end to the the D tackle, whereas, Mm. you know, truth i mean listen truth. they converted uh randy white to linebacker he was a d tackle i believe in the beginning i mean uh, a linebacker. linebacker
2: he was a linebacker in the beginning yeah yeah, yeah.
3: so uh you know you, it, it, it's still a good move if the kid's good and like he said we don't know what the hell randy is gonna the kraken what's his name <laughs>
1: no it's not the right that's not the same guy who
3: was the kraken
1: uh the
2: kraken that was greg uh hardy hey oh, greg so, hardy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yo you know what's what I, what parsons said though which probably keanu o'neill was like whoa what did you hear Parsons say? Yeah, me, LVE, and uh, and Jalen Smith are going to be the linebackers. Well, he,
1: he wasn't thinking. He wasn't thinking. He like, doesn't follow oh, the Cowboys like that. Yeah, you know, no, he no, probably he doesn't know. Not even. He knows the like the starters. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. He just. Knows that, yeah. We'll, we'll it get into bad. that. We'll get into that in a second because it's we coming up. Be
3: safety. I mean, why wouldn't we?
1: Right. So, in day two, while the picks are coming in, you have double O and then you have Chauncey Galston and nobody's really happy. All right. Uh, Amongst the media and amongst, you know, cowboy nation, there's not a lot of smiles going on right now based off the players that they picked over the other guys that were available. Okay. So there was a lot of like pet cats in in that in, in regards to like guys are like, Oh, we need this guy. We need this guy. We need this guy. and Then we trade, you know, we choose these guys. So now in the third round on day two, they double dip at corner and they take the Wright at a cornerback out of Oregon state, another third round pick. This is a comp pick. This is what we got for, I believe Byron Jones. So if you think about it, we lost Byron Jones for a third round comp. And in that third round, we turned him into another corner. So that's kind of cool. But he's, so Nashawn Wright is, is known for his brother who was on last chance you. So that's really all we really know about it. Unless you go deep, you know, deep diving into the tape. Uh, he's a little undersized, um, but as far as weight, I, I I like the pick, I like the potential, but I you know right away I'm just like, okay, you know like all right another, we need yes, do we need secondary depth? Absolutely, but again this guy like, like I said weight wise is just you know a little undersized. Well, what is he?
3: He's like what? what how much does he weigh? He's 183 pounds. He's like 6'4", 183. Yeah, he's, li- yeah, he's okay.
1: He's, he's, he's a rail, is what he is. But he's tall, tall man. and skinny. He's very yeah. tall. And that, say, and that might be that that might be the Dan Quinn thing. And and obviously, if you I'm, saw, we now have the tallest corners in the NFL, you know, I because say uh, because
3: out of all the picks, of, it's Dan Quinn's thing. By the out way, Richard the- Sherman wasn't that big. He, he was tall and lean. You know, that. And
2: he was a fifth round pick, Richard Sherman. So out of all the picks, this one's one of my favorite. Really? <laughs> yeah, it is. Because everyone is so hard on this pick. I saw we got a D plus on it and this. And I watched his highlight reel, and let me tell you something: all 45 seconds of that highlight reel, <laughs> this kid was playing. <laughs> no, I'm serious though. He was, <laughs> he was though. No, when I, I mean his highlight reel was longer than yeah, 45 yeah, of seconds. Course. But bro, you know <laughs> that Instagram meant, video, it was dope. <laughs> <laughs> but his, but he's long, like you guys are saying, he's long. Yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't sure how much he weighed because I couldn't tell. It's hard to tell with the pads on, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, but yeah, he was getting up, man. It's nice to have those long arms, and you know, he's fat. He's he's quick. I think he's the Diggs guy is that I'm doing. What's that? Digs is built that way too, isn't he? I don't know if he's six four.
1: Uh, he is not six four. So the the, I, the, I was,
2: the one thing they were James saying Quinn. is, but this was, was the funny thing I read is like, oh, he's fast, but if someone gets behind him, he's not uh, he's not going to catch him. Meaning, you know, if they're but I was watching his tape, the kid runs like a uh, I think it's a four four, four or yeah. He's cool. I mean, he's it's cool. not bad. No, you know, you again. got football smarts. you got football smarts and there's football speed too, that people don't talk about. Right. You know, whatever your 40 is might not be the same because you know, who was like that was Bolden. Anquan, well, yeah. that's why Anquan, Anquan Bolden, Bolden. Okay. Yes. That's why he dropped to the second round. Cause his 40 time was off. Right. And he turned and, out
1: to be a monster again.
2: He was the second receiver Arizona took in that draft. Arizona took a receiver in the first round and then they got Anquan in the second and Anquan, the other guy, name, was off the team in two years. In say, you can't even name that first receiver. Yeah,
3: the, the hall is a hall of, arguably a hall of famer.
2: So I mean, right. you know, but
3: again, looking what 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 good coaches do, and, and my, my buddy Charlie Partridge, uh, he just posted something about development is everything because I think Pitt had six players go in, in the draft. Nice. Um, is that kudos you know, they look him, at so a frame, awesome. they look at ability, they look at smarts, and they look at. That's what a good coach does and says, what can I take and and make out of this player? What is the potential of this player? So, you know, a lot of times when you get a player that is already coming in, they may have bad habits that have already been formed or they, they, they may have been good in college, but their habits won't work in the NFL or, you know, a coach can see somebody that is like, look, we could put, if we put 10 pounds on this kid, we can move, you know, we never know what they see as long as, um you know, there's a lot of potential there. I, I I don't think this is a bad pick at all, especially at a six, four corner.
1: Right. So if you, that's what I'm saying. If, if the Cowboys were looking for length, they got it in this pick. So I'm, you know, me guys uh, as too optimistic. I'm optimistic about this pick. I just, again, there was other guys on the board where I'm like, we should definitely take him if he slips, but the, I think if I'm not mistaken, the Raiders sniped us right before this pick, and that's oh, when I was that safety, right? for the safety. Yeah. yeah, so that's when I was Sorry. like, "All right, we're gonna get that safety." And I'm pretty sure the Cowboys had that in mind as well. Like, we're gonna get that safety and finally address safety, and it
2: just it didn't happen. So, so really quick, the the receiver was Bryant Johnson in yeah, the first gone. round that they yeah. took. Goodbye, and <laughs> I, I, Anquan I Bolden ran a four seven. Well, slow. bro, you know, first four, seven, I, well, say, slow one, as if I,
1: I say slow as if I would have run a nine, but you know, before eight.
2: receiver, that's why he dropped to the second yeah. round. And you know, he's, that's why I said. Look. You got football speed, man.
3: Yeah. Football speed. Look at Chris Spielman's another one. Chris Spielman, I think ran like a five, one or whatever it was like a four, nine, but East to West, there's nobody faster in college football. And, and even he should have won the Buckus award the year, uh, Boz did. I meant that guy's was unbelievable, but he was Brian Cox was another one.
2: You, yeah, know, Cox, you, yeah.
3: you have football speed, man, and you have speed on the field and, and angles. And
1: I remember when you said, in the, when we were talking about the first-round pick, you said Micah Parsons was going to light a fire on their LVE and Jalen, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If that doesn't do it, then this has to do it. You know Absolutely what I mean? And, 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 not, and on top of that, he's now, uh, like it's official, after Dan Quinn's press conference, Keanu Neal is going to be listed and started as a linebacker. There is now Linebackers galore in Dallas. Yeah. Now, I'll bring this up because it, we it, again, me and RJ talked about it yesterday. And I said that. I said, this has to light a fire. This has to, right? I mean, come on. Like yeah. at this point, it has to. RJ's under the impression, and I don't know if you guys agree. They're going to make him a safety? No, 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 no. <laughs> they should. They should. But no, RJ's under the impression that no matter how many linebackers they add, Jalen Smith's mentality is this is my spot. That guy's a backup. That's cool though. They drafted him. He's just going to back me up. Like he's, he's got no fear to lose his job. Do you think he has that mentality or do you think adding two linebackers well, kind of lights? Well, the Here's the
2: thing. Here's the thing. I don't know how was. I mean, RJ I think is in on the, um in on the Cowboys more than us. So he might have more of an insight in that personality. I wouldn't think any player should ever think that, Nope. you, you know, especially after what just happened this last season. Right. Let me tell you. know, you it's th- not like he's not he's nowhere near Ray Lewis at all. I mean, right. that's the only linebacker. And he probably never thought that. That's what agreed. made him the greatest. Agreed, agreed. Bro. I'm
3: gonna tell you this right now, Sturchy. I know you were hard on Jalen last year. I think we all were, because he had a bad season. But all all Jalen was last year is when Rocky lost to Mr. T the first time. When you look at his career where he played at Notre Dame, how he overcame this injury, the kid is all heart. And um, I don't think he ever thinks his position safe. And, you know, look, we also have to also have to factor in Nolan last year. I mean, we don't know if he was putting him in the wrong places. You know what I mean? We don't know what that scheme was.
1: I, I, I agree I to a certain know. extent, but I just I saw too many times where this guy was just. Right, well, then, was was
3: know, just... But listen, though, when Keith, you played linebacker, too. You know, if the defensive linemen are getting blown out, they're coming at you. I mean, there's so many factors here. All I'm saying is this. Jalen Smith is a warrior. The kid is, the kid is, you know, went through a lot to get to where he was. He had one bad year. I, 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 unless that he was injured and couldn't operate or there's something else there, I don't think this kid takes much for granted. And, and I think these guys are going to make him even better. I don't know about LVE, but I will say, I don't think Jalen Smith loses his spot. Well, well, as we,
1: as you, uh, as our listeners here on the blog and the boys podcast network, uh, are listening to this? It is Monday and it is d- deadline day for the Dallas Cowboys to actually pick up LVE's fifth-year option. And there's all signs have pointed, based off the draft itself, that it's not going to happen. So all, all right. of a sudden, we are without LVE after this year, unless something else happens.
3: See what's well, what good? What Cox though? He comes. Cox can play long. He's hard. He comes. He comes with the the pain. Dude, I
2: will say that. I will say that. Um, the one
3: thing I noticed on Cox was
2: uh, when I was when I was watching the <laughs> when I,
3: when I was watching
2: the, his highlights is he's always around the ball, but he's not like a he's not a. a... Can we back, back to it. Yeah, go ahead. All right. Um, he when he when he's when he's playing when I'm watching him make plays. Mm-hmm. He's a tackler. When I say that is what I like about him is he, he's not going for the big hit. Like he's he, just wrapping up. Like, he watches, a, like, a, like, a, like a he's wrapping people up. He's holding on. Like when he comes in, he's he's reading the defense. He's getting himself in position, and he's making sure he gets the tackle. You so get what I'm saying? Yeah. He's absolutely. not over pursuing. So now- he's not doing those things where he's trying to like, and I like that. I mean when I was watching his highlight, at first I was like, man, he's not really sticking anyone. But then when you when you when you watch you're like oh wow that actually that's a really good play.
1: So now we're living in a world where it's gonna be Jalen Smith, Leighton Van Der Esch, Keanu Neal as a as as per Dan Quinn, Micah Parsons, Jabril uh Jabril Cox. You're looking at five linebackers. There's only two to three spots based off your formation.
3: I think we moved Neil back to safety. I, I thought I'm,
1: so too. I thought so too. But after I'll the press conference, the press conference happened and yeah. they asked him right away, like, okay, so based off your draft, Neil goes back to safety, correct? He goes, No, Neil is starting in the linebacker room. Do they can they make the switch? Of
2: course they can make the switch. No, it's
1: say, like, you know, kind well, of crazy. It's kind of crazy that they would come out and say that. One, one of a them one. are gonna
2: lose. Uh, I think L V E or, or, or Smith are gonna lose might lose their starting job like midseason. That's, That's what I think. Crazy. They're, they're just pretty not gonna throw they're just not gonna throw part, they're not gonna throw a linebacker in there when you have three veterans that can well, play right not- away.
3: Right. And we signed Jalen Smith for a, a, that's a the problem.
1: The, the The coin is in Jalen. The Smith only right
3: one is. that's expendable is LVE because he keeps getting injured, but bringing up to your point about uh, Cox and his tackling, that's exactly how uh, Lawrence Taylor was like that. You know, oh, you yeah, know yeah. he didn't always go for the big hit. I mean, that's why he was just, he was a menace, yeah. um, which I, I, that's such a good point to bring up, bro. Where, you yeah. know, uh, a lot of linebackers, they want to just blow it up and, and every play. And they, they run kid, right past them or whatever. Like Yeah, this, right. this, kid, this kid will shoestring if he has to, you know. Yeah. Right.
1: So, we move on uh, from another linebacker. We finally get our first offensive player as a comp pick in the fourth round. Uh, and it's Josh Ball.
0: Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels. But now the only thing you're missing is
1: Uh, here's a surprise and maybe not a surprise considering where we're at in our receiving core. We go receiver here. I was very surprised by that. I was very surprised, surprised, but very happy after I watched some of the film, uh, Simi happy. Fahoko out of Stanford, right? Wow, nicely done. Yeah. You
2: like that? Yeah. So, um, it was two names I can't pronounce by the way. I mean, that wasn't that hard. Simi Fahoko? Like For me it is, you know? All right. <laughs> well, anyway, Simi Fahoko is the
1: new Dallas Cowboy receiver. Now again, Michael Gallup contract year, uh, we I mean, don't know do what's I. gonna happen. You have Noah Brown and you have Cedric Wilson on one-year deals. This was a this was a necessary thing. You gotta you gotta stack some of your receiver, you, you know, add to lose your receiver one. room uh, mm-hmm. and see what he's got. It, what they're saying as far as a comp, this is giving a lot of the fans a Miles Austin vibe. Where was he, he drafted? Huh?
2: He was undrafted, I like, know, but
1: I'm saying this is yeah. a Miles Austin vibe where it's like. He's the guy that's going to come in there and kind of outwork a couple guys possibly. We don't know. But, again, I'm excited about it because, again, you add you're guys that
3: you are excited about every pick. <laughs> that's,
2: not I, that's not true. That's not true. That's literally not well, true. I'll say uh, I'm with you, Sturge. I never heard of him, And I watch college football, people. I never heard of them. Okay. Um, I don't watch many Stanford games. Um, this is true. They're not, like, nationally televised. even, But they are out here on, on the West Coast. They show say, them all, in, but, Here in uh, California. But regardless, um, watching him, yeah, he's a big receiver. And I thought the same thing. I was like, wow, we do we have a lot of receivers. Why would we address this? But your the Gallup thing, what you just said, pop we are gonna we cannot hold on when Gallup is in a contract year. When he gets there, we're not gonna be ha- able it's this to this year. Keep. It's
1: this year, yeah. So okay, there you go. Yeah, Gallup, so CD my, Lamb, and
2: Amari Cooper. We're gonna bold, need another guy. So
1: my bold prediction after this year. Is that CD Lamb will be wide receiver one in 2022, and I think Gallup might remain with the team as wide receiver two and you get Cooper. out of it, and you can, you can get out of the Cooper deal. Yeah, Ooh, I know Cooper oh, is man. Coop, and but there's been times again. How many times do we go in and where's Coop? Like, why isn't he showing up? Like, yeah. yes, great receiver, one of the greatest, if not the greatest, route runner in, in football. I firmly believe that. Um, but again, money wise, he's making 20 million a year. You know what I mean? So
2: yeah, no, that's a big—that's a heavy that,
1: yeah. price to pay for a guy that might that's, be outperformed be right by search. two guys.
2: But I'll tell you right now, let's not forget that Gallup, I, I know, I don't know about last season, but the season before he let us let our team and drop passes. I don't know if he did this. I know he dropped a couple this season, but but Amari drops him, too. So it doesn't matter. But anyways, right. regardless, yeah. uh, you know. We know CD's going to be number one. CD's going to be our best receiver. So, but I, I, I hope we can keep Amari and CD. That's what I would like to see, okay. but you're right about the contract. Exactly. Right. right.
1: Brett, your thoughts about drafting a uh, CME.
3: Uh, you know, I, i am indifferent to him. It's like, I am with Josh ball. I'm indifferent to it. I don't, I don't know enough about him. You know, okay. uh, I don't know. I, I, I just want to speak on the next one first. I love this kid.
1: Okay. So we will, we'll move right to the sixth round. They addressed a massive hole. I mean, I wouldn't say hole. I, I I'm a big defensive tackle fan of the guys we have, but this guy, Quentin Bahana from from Kentucky, the defensive tackle, is a big, big boy. He will clog that hole very fast. So your thoughts he, on that, Brent. That,
3: that, all right, this guy is the type of guy that I love because He's overweight. He's got character, personality. He's the type of dude that like Nate Newton ate French fries. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like this yeah. is the type of dude that brings personality to the defense. Plus, man, this kid can this kid can bring it, man. He, he could plug the holes. He could take out two O linemen. I mean, again, he's he's the type of kid, like the kid that was uh from the division three team, the one they the, the belly. Did you see him?
1: Yeah, I did. I did.
3: The <laughs> offensive lineman they called the belly. Uh-huh uh he's the type of kid that adds personality to the defense and that's i agree that's
2: cool yeah you know what
3: i mean and, and yeah absolutely i just think he and, and i watched the highlight the kid can ball man
2: yeah you know what he, you know what it was too in his highlights i mean another one that he you know he he finds the football too even when he's taking on you know two or three offensive linemen he's he's he, he's finding the ball which I like to see from defensive linemen, you know.
1: Yeah, uh, and again, defensive tackle was definitely, definitely, definitely a position of need. Like, and especially like the nose. You know what I mean? Like this guy can line up right over center and really bully you around. And and that's something we definitely lacked last year. We we had the experiments. In Don Terry Poe, and he lasted Ugh. about a cup of coffee. You know what I mean? Yeah, so- we can't say
2: his name on this show. Okay, I'm sorry. but I'm just okay. saying, like. I need, I need to get another white call. I'll be right back.
1: <laughs> so, we do address that need. Now, we yeah. stay in the sixth round. We go back to corner. Now, if you want to know more about this corner, do yourself a favor. Get Head on over to the Blogging the Boys podcast feed and also the Blogging the Boys YouTube channel as R.J. Ochoa sat down with this guy, Israel Mukwamu out of South Carolina, cornerback. Now, again, you want to know more about it? Go check out that interview. It's great. Um, But again, from, from our perspective, another corner. And this guy, after he got off the phone with Jerry, his last words were, I'm going to be the best corner on your team. I love the confidence. Do I think it's going to happen? Who knows? But another one that fits the Dan Quinn mold of just long ball hawking type cornerbacks. And it's another cornerback taken who, again, they have, they have kind of hinted that he, he could be a hybrid or like working in the safety department. Um, he could be listed as a safety, could be listed as a corner. He's got the intangibles to be both. This is a really good get when you're talking about sixth round picks.
2: Yeah. I mean, look, the more corners, the better. And once again, I want to listen to that interview with RJ, which yeah, I'm really definitely good. going to look it up because I, I didn't know much about him either. Only what I've, what I've seen on in highlights after they drafted him. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm excited, man. The more, the better. You never know. Look, I, I never knew who Orlando Skandrick was at a Boise state. Very true. Okay. And he was picked later too. I'm not sure what round, but he was and he picked wound a to be later.
1: the best corner in the team at one point. Exactly. Exactly.
2: And I think even he even outplayed uh, Jenkins, who was the right. first round pick. Mm-hmm. So I meant, um, you know, we, you know, you just don't know. So I'm uh yeah I'm, I'm excited man i like I, I I love the competition that they're throwing in camp um and here's another thing with highlights you know what one of the best highlight reels I've ever seen from a defensive back that we drafted and I was so excited Brett mom no not Brett mom you almost said <laughs> damn that was a linebacker sure, but no a woozy sure. for a corner is a is, is a uh, woozy when I watched the woozy okay. I was like damn and you know what? That's why I still liked him, and I'm, I'm upset he's not on the team, and people were hard on him. Cowboy fans, there were Cowboy fans that think he's hard, that he's a terrible corner, which I do not understand because they don't understand the position, how hard it is, and that there's no pressure, and there was a bad system, but whatever. Hopefully mm-hmm.
3: we're past all that. So.
2: Yeah,
1: hopefully. So, yeah. <laughs> Brett, your thoughts on Izzy?
3: Listen, I, I like that we're, we're, we're low in the secondary, and we're trying to make, you know, du- dude, I, I couldn't be happier with this draft. Like I said, last year got me excited. This year just ma- makes me happy that we are addressing what has always been our Achilles heel. So, you know, look, man, if, if we don't – if right now our biggest problem is we don't know if we're going to start Parsons, you know, uh, Cox, uh, uh, LVE, the, the Wolf, uh, Neil, you know, uh, we, have, we have so much – we have now we have good problems, which we didn't have in the past.
1: Well, you have competition, and competition yeah. brings out the best of the best. Now, we round out the draft with Matt Farniak, uh, offensive guard out of Nebraska Wisconsin. in the seventh the, round.
3: Wisconsin Super or
1: Bowl, or <laughs> Nebraska. <laughs> yeah, Nebraska. But, no, last year was Wisconsin. Nebraska breds those big boys, too. So, this guy is another hoss. Uh, he'll be joining the you know, the guards. Guess
3: what this guy has no domestic violence. Do. This is somebody <laughs> you should draft.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes. Agree. Like
2: I agreed. said, I know nothing. I'm at Nebraska. Nebraska is a big school. Um, It's weird because I was looking at if you go on some of the apps like CBS Sportsline, for example, you could look up college teams and it tells you who's who, who who's drafted or who they think should be drafted. I clicked on Nebraska and there was no one there. I remember doing it. I'm like, damn, Nebraska is a football school. How is there not one player that they're not suggesting should be? And this kid obviously was one of those players. So, you know, I'm excited to see what he can do. You know, yeah. no an you offensive know. line is always going to be that, a thing.
3: You always get those steals in the seventh and sixth round of of, uh, of those big last big, year.
1: Yeah. Last year we had Bradley and I, and who, he's another one that we talk about the defensive line and defensive ends. Yeah. He might get in. And, oh, you know, and not for nothing, we keep talking about these linebackers, Francis Bernard. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's on our oh roster. boy. Yeah. So these, we have a lot of competition this, this summer, and it's going to be very interesting to see. Who the first person to cause a, you know, a strip sack or get the Dak Prescott or pick Dak Prescott off or whatever in the summer, there's going to be a lot of hype. Now I will ask the question for both of you, as we wrap things up, you look at the 2021 draft, you know, there's, everybody's given their grades, Keith from a to F, what do you give the Dallas Cowboys this year?
2: Um, I give him a, I give them an a, you give them an a yeah. Okay. Because so, they addressed what we needed. We needed defense. And like I said, I don't know how the players are going to work out, but I trust our scouts. They got the players. They lit a fire under our defense, which was atrocious last year. <laughs> Horrible. We got we addressed linebackers. You know, um, I, I like it. I, I give them an A. Now, what, what the talent's going to do, that's another that's another question. But for what they did, and I'm going to believe in our scouts and, and the Cowboys, so I give them an A.
1: I'll say this about this defensive haul that the Dallas Cowboys brought in. This is all under the thumbprint of, of Quinn. So now you know how we had this conversation to not chase coaches out of town. Yeah. These guys don't perform. You can hold the coach accountable on this one. (laughs) This is, this is his guy. These are his guys. So I always said it, Dan Quinn, the moment he actually sat down at his desk on day one was a better defensive
2: coordinator than Mike Nolan. I I firmly believe that. Yeah. But you know, what's crazy is that no, no, none of us knew Mike Nolan was going to be shit. We all thought he'd be good come on true. if you go back no, to our go pre- back yeah go back yeah. to our podcast and, and I thought hours. he was going to be good I was you're like excited. "Hey, that's great! yeah okay and then look what happened so I meant right. now the only thing is is that's that's the thing you're saying this has Dan Quinn all over it right it has, it has to, so that the- shows you something about our talent he must have said look you want me to run this defense I need I'm not going to get fired like Marinelli and I'm not going to get fired like Nolan I need some players because what you drafted and what you have they're not going to win me games
1: that's what I like happen. that theory. I like yep. that a lot. Brett, what grade are you giving them, A through F?
3: I go A, man, and wow. I go A. Okay. B, they, address, they, address it. they address the problems. Look, it, it, whether they pan out or not, we, we're not going to know what the best draft is. I mean, I think you pulled up the last two defensive, two defensive drafts that we, we had, and only mm-hmm. Jeff Rohr, and uh, I forgot who the other one was, panned out. And that was it. I meant, So you don't judge it on that, because nobody knows the future. Right. And there's, that's what I hate about commentary and stuff is that they'll, they'll be like, oh, oh, this guy was a brilliant pick. Like what Keith was saying, they gave him A's when oh, they didn't dude. know what receiver went where. So we address the needs. But you also have to understand there's two types of coaches. There are coaches that create a system and, and draft players to play in that system. But then there are those coaches that can create a system around the type of players that they have, if that makes sense. So, you know, uh, I think Quinn is a little bit of both. You know, he, he can bend it and roll with it. I mean, obviously you want to have, you, you have the foundation and then, then put, you know, fill it in. But if you have certain players that are more like, you know, like, would you, again, we got to bring, bring up Jimmy Johnson when he was taking linebackers and making them defensive linemen and making linebacker uh, secondary people. He was so big on speed that, you know, that was the type of defense that he created and wanted yeah. with one you know, and it was just all speed undersized speed. So, you know, we got to hope that what Keith said is true and that, you know, Quinn's like, look, I can't win with these guys. You gave me, if you want me to put together a defense that I know could work, I need this type of talent. And that's what he went after. So I give it an a, we, we addressed everything we needed. Um, we went so defensive heavy, which is what we need. So, Stuart,
2: really quick, before you give your grade, uh-huh. I want to say one more thing, okay? Sure. The, the, the thing that, the, you know, when I'm bringing up draft evaluations and how, how these professional analysts have got it wrong, here's my favorite one of all, and you could look it up. ESPN draft team, when Merrill Hodge, when the, when the Packers took Brian Brom out of Louisville, right? Merrill, Merrill Hodge says on the air he was going to take over for far because Brom was better than Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> and on that, and he's like, he swore by it. But this is what I'm talking about. No uh, I don't know if
1: Merrill Hodge has a platform anymore. I like it. And
2: probably because of that. But Brian Brown, by the way, five interceptions, no touchdowns in the NFL before he went to Canada and camped out. So all right. Maybe he'll win, so maybe
1: he'll win the gray cup. Who knows?
3: And again, too, or he's not playing anymore. He's done.
1: I'm done. All right.
3: Look, it's it's draft analysts and it's the news to create stories to sell to sell ads, right? We're Dallas Cowboy fans. I'm a fan. I'm a realist. I understand that, you know, y- 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 the only thing you can address is what we need. Like when those it, when those people online were talking about taking the kid from Florida, what are you, what? Really? Really? You know? So this was very, very refreshing to, yeah. to see us really address a problem. And it's like what Jesse Holly said, you know, we do have some football heads in there, guys yeah. that are just like, just focused on football and not selling tickets, you know?
1: Now, I will uh, – I will believe it or not, you guys are giving A's. I'm going a little lower. I know that's kind of crazy coming from me, right. Mr. Optimism, but I'm going to go B+. Plus. I'm going to go B-plus for the sole purpose Good. of when they took Osa, you know, double O, and when they took Chauncey Galston, there were other guys that were definitely, definitely, definitely better, and they didn't do it. So,
3: hey, But wait, get, wait, wait. See, this is our point, though. What made them better? Because they were better in college?
1: Yeah.
2: Yes, same from the scouts. From the scouts, Respectful. from the from the the, the great. That's that my he point had. is that would. again, yeah, wrong. they
1: could be wrong, yeah. sure, they could be wrong, go, but that's why wrong. I'll do it. That's why I'll go that route and go B okay. I do have okay. one more question mm-hmm. uh, for Brett before we wrap this up. You said Jalen Smith is Rocky Three getting beat up by Clubber Lang? <laughs> the right? first,
3: the first fight, yeah.
1: Okay, no, no, no. Now Rocky Balboa needed some help from Apollo Creed. Right. Who is Jalen Smith's
2: Apollo Creed in 2021?
3: It's a good question. I would go it could be Sean Lee. East well, Mom uh, will. <laughs> no, right now,
2: you know what happened? You know what happened? He's you know who he's meeting with right now? It would only can be is Ray Lewis. it have to be. Okay. Ray Lewis no, is gonna have to call him and say, hey, hey, look, you know, I saw your face, man. Something was wrong with you last year. Why don't you come turn me down in Miami?
3: <laughs> look, man, Jay- And I'll show you. <laughs> Hey,
2: let's I'll show him. you what to do. We'll then see what
3: happens. Listen, man, and you could tag him in this. That kid, I, in my opinion, he's got something good and he's got something special in him. And oh, you know, yeah, you to watch him play and to how far he's come. And we're gonna judge him on one season.
1: It's not. Listen, it, listen. I, I'll I'll be play devil's advocate. It's not just one season. It's he yeah. had one. He had one good season. And that's yeah, it. it. kind so, of like
2: carried over. Well,
3: I mean, he's, well, I mean, he, he was playing half a season, uh, you know, he, he didn't wasn't... play
1: the first year. He played the second year. It was, it was decent. 2018 was not good. 2019 was, I mean, 2018 was, was good. And he started going flying around the ball. Then 2019 came 20, and he was no good. Stunk. 2020 he stunk, but whatever. Everybody Again, stunk. I hope, I hope that you're right. I hope that everybody comes to, play and I hope that everybody is ready for some competition because the 2021 Dallas Cowboy draft class provides that so with that for Dave Dave Sturcio I said
3: with that not with that being said with that
1: being said with that being
3: one Dallas Cowboy monster squad
1: (laughs) Dave Sturcio Brett Ernst Keith Ernst on behalf of the Jersey Boys podcast Be sure to check out all this week's podcast. The Blogging the Boys lineup this week is going to be full of draft analysis. Obviously, there are guys that know a little bit more about these college players than we do. We are fans first. We get that. We are being billed that way. So take our opinions for what they're worth, and then we'll see see what the rest of the crew has to say.
2: They're not as good-looking as us.
1: They're not as (laughs) good-looking as us.
2: Take care, guys.